Well, sir, it's a few minutes past 12 o'clock noon as our scene opens now. And here in the living room of the small house halfway up in the next block, we find Mrs. Victor Gook and young Mr. Rush Gook. Sadie's established on the Davenport, and her son, who just this moment arrived home from a vigorous morning of baseball in Tatman's vacant lot, seats himself beside her, saying cheerfully, Meet not done, huh? No, and won't be for a little bit. <laughs> Maybe I ought to pretend to fly into a frenzy of rage like Gov does when dinner's not ready. Yeah. Well, you appreciate how long it takes beef punkos to cook tender. Uh-huh. We discussed it as I was leaving this morning. Hmm. The subject of beef punkos flitted through my brains quite often during the ball game. You take a fellow along about the fourth or fifth inning, they get hungry. Well, I almost missed a high fly in short left field because I got to thinking how delicious beef punkos Oh, hey, are. Willie, before I forget. Yeah? You're to come down to Hamilton's at 3 o'clock this afternoon. What for? School calls. School starts in two weeks, and you have to have I'm many. to meet you down in Yamilton's at 3 o'clock this afternoon to buy school clothes? Yes. What's the matter? Impossible. Impossible nothing. You don't have to play baseball every minute of the day and night. Why are you supposed to this be... This has got nothing to do with baseball. Whatever it's got something to do with, I'll expect to see you at 3 o'clock. It's all the... set. My mother picks out my school clothes again this year, huh? Of course it's all set. Your mother picks out your school clothes. Do you realize how long this has been going on? Well, I expect I could think back. When I'm a man 59 years old and married to some woman, will I have to meet my mother downtown so she can pick out my school clothes? When you're a man 59 years old and married to some woman, very likely you won't be attending school. I hope not, at least. Now, Willie, don't raise any silly fusses. It's a warm day, and what's the sense of getting all hot under the collar? I can't meet you this afternoon, Mom. I'm afraid that's final. Tippity hop and the hogs got out. If there can't be any other arrangements made, if my mother's determined to pick out my clothes, I'll meet you some other day this week. I'll meet you at the clothing store either first thing in the morning when they're just opening and nobody's around, or else I'll meet you last thing in the evening when they're just closing and nobody's around. If I have to have the humiliation of my mother buying my clothes at my age... You'll meet me on the second floor of Yamilton's at 3 o'clock this afternoon, and furthermore... I can't, Mom. You can't, huh? No. Tell me why you can't. Nicer Scott's going to be down picking out his school clothes this afternoon. Oh? Alone. Well, I guess that's a horrible, horrible thing. He was telling the guys over in Tatman's vacant lot about it not a quarter of an hour ago, bragging like a horse. Well, fellas, he says, I won't be around after dinner. I have to stroll downtown and replenish the old wardrobe. His mother will be with him. His mother... His mother won't be with him. His mother won't be with him. He made a big special point of that. He's going to shop for clothes all by himself. Mr. and Mrs. Scott have got... Charge accounts at Yamilton's, Kleeberger's, Rogers, Emerson. We haven't got charge accounts at all them places. Got a charge account at Kleeberger's. I'm only going to buy a few items at Kleeberger's. Your shirt, socks, and neckties. Your suit, I'll probably get at Yamilton's, and your okay, shoes. Okay, okay, but at least you can see we'll have to postpone this business till later on in the week. Why? Because nicer Scott will be downtown this afternoon. I can't afford to have him on hand watching my mother pick out my clothes for me. He'd never let me forget it. He'd taunt me the next 40 years. I'd have to listen to sneers and insults and slurs. Willie, I don't like to antagonize you and excite you. You know that. And I'll bet if you think a minute or two, you'll realize maybe this isn't such a terrible life and death. You'll appreciate what a scoundrel nicer Scott is. There's nothing he'd love better than to enjoy my misery and humiliation watching my mother select shoes for me and field suit material and discuss with the lame brain clerks the price. I doubt if he buys his own school clothes rush. What? I doubt if Nicer picks out his own school clothes. He does, he does. Telephone his mother, find out for yourself. Maybe she tells him exactly what she wants him to buy. All right, fine, wonderful, perfect. You tell me exactly what you want me to buy. I'll get it. Trouble is, Rush, I don't know myself. 
I'll have to look over what they got and price the difference. Mom, if I met you down in Hamilton's this afternoon, we'd bump in a nicer sure as shooting. His face would light up with fiendish glee. He'd gloat and jeer. Well, I can hear him. Clerk, cut out your finest fabrics. I have to have quick service and don't show me nothing sleazy. Is this lady and her little boy ahead of me? Well, I'll wait while Mama buys booties and bibs for the little fella. Oh, Willie, goodness. You sound serious and all, but I just can't... I am serious. I am serious. If it wasn't for... Okay, I give in. I'll let my mother pick out my clothes for me. But it'll have to be some other day this week. That satisfactory with you? (laughs) No. It's not satisfactory with you? All the stores are having sales on boys' things today. Today and only today. There's money to be saved. We're not so rich, we can let bargains go. I am feeling pretty desperate about this, Ma. Well, stop feeling pretty desperate. I agree with you, Nicer is a smart aleck, and would probably take advantage by teasing and making fun, but a person can't help circumstances, can they? I'll go down this afternoon and pick out my school clothes by myself. If my selections don't suit you, we can return the stuff tomorrow. You can't exchange sale goods. I see you feel pretty strong about this, Willie, but... Circumstances is circumstances, and I don't know what's to be done about it. So, be a sport and play ball. It won't take us very long to buy you a suit and shoes and the different stuff you need. Why, Land, you might not even see Nicer Scott. How do you figure? He'll be in every store downtown. Oh, he might be in different stores at different times from us. Anyway, what do you care what he thinks and does? You're neither one of your infants... Goodness, when did you turn into a piece of flimsy cut glass? Mm. Things are the way they are, and there's no help for it. Mm. You will face a lot worse miserable situations than this before you die. Mm. So, you drop what you're doing at 3 o'clock and meet us down in Yamilton's. Us? I'll be on the second floor there. You said us. Miss Stambottom and me. Miss Stambottom? Miss Stambottom and Miss Trogel and Miss Goffers. No. Willie, I'm getting... There'll be four ladies picking out my clothes? Oh, four ladies, my undershirt. Miss Stembottom and Miss Trogel and Miss Goffers don't give a snap about you and your clothes. Just that we're going shopping together and arranged... But they'll be there, won't they? Be where? In Hamilton. There's no law that prohibits people from going into a department store. My mother, Miss Stembottom, Miss Trogel and Miss Goffers. Four ladies, all told, skulking around me there in Yamilton while I try on coat and pants. They got little dressing rooms where you try on coat and pants. In full view of nicer Scott, I will appear in Yamilton's department store in the company of four separate and distinct ladies who will select my school I'm getting just a little weary of this talky-talk rush. In the first place, it's childish. You know yourself. Cell phone's ringing, cell phone's ringing. Most likely Bluetooth Johnson. Answer it. I haven't the heart to face any friend of mine. You won't be facing him. You'll be talking to him over the phone. Oh. Answer that. And don't get in any long conversation. I bet our beef punkles are about done. Hello. Oh, ish. Yes, I believe she is. Oh, a person would think you were at death's door. No, I am not ill. Just one second. Here's my mother. Miss Stambottom? Oh, I don't know. Who it is. is it Miss Stambottom? I don't know. I asked you a question, Rush. I don't know who it is. I advise you not to carry this nonsense too far, Dr. Sleech. Uh-huh. Hello? Oh, yes. Oh, never felt better, thanks. And yourself? Fine. Why, uh, yes. Oh. Well, um, I thought around three o'clock. Why are you looking at me? Oh. Well, um... Miss Trogel and Miss Stambottom and Miss Goffers are going, too. 
Uh-huh. Why are you looking at me, ma'am? <laughs> what? What are you looking at me so funny for? Uh, why, uh, we thought we'd meet in at Gamilton's. Yes. Uh, second floor. Yes, at three o'clock. Well, dandy. <laughs> All right, Miss... All right. You bet, Miss... Uh, <laughs> goodbye. Mrs. Who? Well, we better skip out to the kitchen, and these punkos will get cooked too much. We Who don't... was that on the telephone? Uh, just now? Yes. Oh, friend. Mm-hmm. Lady? Well, of course. Would I be meeting any gentlemen down in Yamilton's this afternoon? Five ladies, huh? Gonna be on deck to pick out my school clothes? Oh, ish, Willie. Hey, let's run and check up on them beef punkos. Probably they're just exactly as tender as they ought to be. Mom. What? Who was that on the telephone just now? Miss Tissel. Oh? Now let's quit hemming and hawing and arguing. Is Mildred gonna be with her? What? Is Mildred gonna be with Miss Tissel in at Yamilton's this afternoon? Is she? Yes. So, we have five ladies and a 13-year-old girl picking out my school clothes for me. Mm-hmm. In full view, a nicer Scott. Rush, no. Uh, please, get that look off your face. Stop. Quit staring so. Close your mouth. Get on your feet, Rush. Rush. <laughs> 